This is a Soulfire production. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about past lives. I can't believe I have not done an episode on this yet, but someone sent in a question around it, and I felt like it would be the perfect opportunity to talk about past lives because this is coming up for a lot of people. A lot of people recently who have been feeling stuck is because there's stuff from our past lives that we still need to integrate. So we'll talk about this more, but it's not just about clearing or releasing energy from other lives, but also integrating that in. And sometimes we have wisdom from those lives that we really need to bring into our now. So lots of cool stuff with other incarnations, I'm going to dive into that in this episode, and I will just remind you that if you have a topic or a question you would like to hear explored on the podcast, be sure to send it in at christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D, and you can submit your question right there, and it could be answered on a future podcast. If you are feeling like no matter how much water you drink, you're dehydrated, if you're feeling like you are extra draggy, sluggish, not sleeping super well, having more headaches or more brain fog, trouble concentrating, focusing, feel like your workouts are maybe a little bit tougher than usual. Those could all be signs of an electrolyte imbalance. And what I will tell you is the more you connect with your intuition and raise your vibration and do frequency work, the more hydrated you really need to be. That combined with eating a cleaner diet, it can be really easy for our electrolytes to get out of balance. And the thing is, a lot of people are drinking a lot of water, but they're still feeling dehydrated because their cells aren't absorbing that water. This is why I'm obsessed with element electrolytes. You guys know I drink multiple packets a day. I literally don't drink any water unless I have element in it. Element has a science-backed electrolyte ratio, and these are the cleanest electrolytes out there on the market. There's no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. I always wanted the benefits of electrolytes, but I never wanted to use electrolytes because So many of them are filled with so much sugar and weird ingredients. And it's like, what's the point? This stuff is a complete game changer and it tastes so good. My favorites are the citrus salt, the watermelon. I also love the raspberry and then the chocolate sea salt for my coffee. It is so good. So the best part is whether you've purchased before or not, no matter who you are, if you use my code, it's drinkelement.com slash CTC, that's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC, you will get a free sample pack with every purchase. So keep using that code. Keep going. Sample pack will include one packet of every flavor so you can get some extra to stock up, share it with a friend, try out all of the flavors. And the best part is that Element offers no questions asked refunds on all orders. You don't even have to send it back. So if you don't like your order, you can reach out to them, get your refund, and you don't even have to send it back. There is truly no downside. I cannot tell you how important it is to be taking electrolytes. The cleaner your diet gets, the more active you are, but also just the more frequency work you're doing and the higher frequency is, you will notice the difference, especially this time of year when a lot of us feel more dehydrated. Just drop a packet in some water, mix it up, and you are good to go. So again, that's drinkelement.com slash CTC. That code CTC will get you that free sample pack. And after you try out all of the flavors, be sure to tag me on Instagram and let me know which one is your favorite. So let's go ahead and dive into it. Someone had just asked, is it possible to tune into our past lives? What could that look like? Yes, of course. This is much of what I do. So there's so much to go into with past lives, and I'm going to say past lives, but they're really not past lives. Like if we want to get technical, we are incarnated on different timelines and different realities at different times, but we're in this construct of time and space right now. If we zoom out into higher dimensions and look on a soul level, it's not really happening like in a before or after sense. That's our experience here. But bigger picture, it's more like parallel timelines or parallel realities. All of that's going on, right? So you can exist in different dimensions, in different locations, in on, on different planets, in different galaxies, at different densities. But you can also have you know different incarnations, let's say on the Earth plane, that are happening in parallel, even though we might perceive it as 
a past life because we're operating in this construct of time and it's just easier, I think, for our brains to wrap around it, but it's not really past, right? It's kind of like all happening at the same time, which is why we are being affected by it all all the time or, or we can. So I do a lot of past life work, but my personal perspective it's just my opinion, is I really believe in focusing on this life in this incarnation. And I believe that past life stuff comes up when it's meant to. I think that it's not always super productive to just go exploring past lives for no reason. I mean, there's so much to unlock there. It's sort of like working in the Akashic Records, records of your soul. And people are like, oh, what do my records say? And I'm like, um, there's literally infinite information in here. We need a specific question. So I just really believe that for past lives, and this is just my approach, is it comes up when it needs to come up. Um, I'm not somebody who is a big fan of just like poking around for no reason. I think it can kind of be a waste of time. And there's a lot that when we shift things within this life, we're naturally going to release a lot and heal a lot from other incarnations as well. And I think sometimes people can get in this trap of, like just getting so caught up in other incarnations that they're not connected to what's happening here. And we can get into that place of like blaming everything on, oh, well, you know, this happened in this lifetime. So I have that fear. This happened there. And it's like, yes, it's helpful to explain just for for us to know, but that doesn't mean that we just have to live with those energies or that pain or that trauma or that pattern or whatever it is. Once we recognize it, then we can release it and clear it and recognize that we're not in that position anymore here. It's sort of like just clearing trauma from this incarnation, right? There might be things that we do or fears we have based on, let's say, childhood trauma. And let's say you're an adult and you're realizing that that childhood trauma is playing out now in the sense of, okay, I'm having like a trauma response in this situation or this fear in this situation. And you recognize, okay, I know that that happened when I was a child, but I'm safe now. I'm safe here on my body. This is a different circumstance, I'm obviously like <laughs> oversimplifying and making that seem a lot faster, but j- so you so you get the point, right? So as adults, we can recognize things from earlier in our lives. It could be childhood. It could be five years ago, 10 years ago, last year, whatever, where we recognize, oh, I'm still operating with this wound or fear. And maybe I needed, my ego was trying to protect me in that situation that I was in a long time ago, but I'm not in that situation anymore. So I can release that. I'm safe here. It's a different circumstance that sort of thing. And it's the same thing that we can do with other incarnations, other lives. So I think, you know, I just want to be clear about like my perspective. Sometimes people think that I'm not into past lives. I do a lot of past life work. Um, I just am not somebody who like goes poking around unless, I, I just think it comes up when it's supposed to, right? And especially in readings with people, um, you know, some people specialize in past lives and it's amazing that we have people who do that. For me personally with, with readings, I just believe that whatever's meant to come up is going to come up and sometimes other incarnations do, sometimes they don't. But I just believe that we need to work on what's coming up in this current life. And if a, if a past life is connected, because some sometimes it is as simple as we just need to clear the energy from, from the other incarnation that's affecting us here and it could just go away like that. And I've seen that so many times. It's so wild. It's so cool. You know, people could have patterns or fears or whatever that aren't serving them. And when it's just directly connected to the other incarnation, we clear it and it goes away immediately. I mean, that's that's really powerful, but that's not always the case. So sometimes we we need to go into the other incarnation and just clear that energy. But sometimes it's, you know, about what's going on in this lifetime. We want to work through that and address that first. Uh, instead of just always blaming everything on other incarnations. So (laughs) hopefully that makes sense. It is a nuanced discussion for sure. But I think that understanding other incarnations is so empowering and really helps you understand yourself because you're getting to know your whole soul, right? And all these different experiences. And I think we're at a time on the planet that's really exciting where, you know, I'll just say for me, I like my level of memory for past lives is the same as it feels the same for me as if you were asking me, oh, what happened, you know, when you were five or where'd you go to school when you were six? It's that same process for me of like, if I think about a memory or where I was at, for me, it feels the same as other incarnations. So I've noticed that the more 
I've done this kind of work, connected with my intuition and raised my frequency because I'm just more and more aligned with myself on a soul level, right? Just like my soul, knowing my soul, unlocking soul memory. Well, that means all these other incarnations as well. And so those feel just as clear for me as memories from this lifetime, honestly, sometimes even even clearer. And it does affect us. But the thing is, what will happen is we will often have energies and that could be patterns that we engage in, behaviors, it could be fears, it could be likes, it could be dislikes. We have things that just carry on throughout different incarnations. And so you might find you just have a really intense interest in a certain culture or location. And maybe you lived there or were involved with that in another lifetime, or when you just are a natural at something at a young age, or you can pick something up super easily. Maybe that was a skill that you had in another lifetime. When we have certain fears about, I think a really common one is like phobias or ways of dying. I mean, when you pass, let's say you had another incarnation on earth and you died in some way and you didn't have an opportunity to like heal or or clear that, it can come into this lifetime. So I know for me, a lot of my most intense fears from when I was a very young age, they were all memories and I would have dreams about them and I would have visions and I just had these really visceral fears around specific things. And those were all different ways that I had died, that I had exited. And so I came into this life with those really intense, like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared of, of a fire, of my house burning down, right? Or like the drowning one is a really common one with Atlantis. I know a lot of people listening to this probably were on Atlantis or Lemuria. And so, I mean, a man growing up, I was convinced I was going to drown. Like the whole world was going to go underwater. I wanted my parents to buy a submarine. Obviously they were not going to buy a submarine, (laughs) but I was so scared. And I had those visions every single night. Um, Another one, I was just telling someone like, I, I have this intense fear of like being mauled by an animal because I, that's how I died in one life, you know, things like that. So if you have specific fears and sometimes the thing is they'll feel like, like, where did that come from? And if you can trace it back, a certain fear to something in this lifetime, okay, that can be why. But if it feels very random or something you've always feared since you were a kid, or, or it can be something you really enjoyed, right? This goes both ways. But I think one of the more obvious ways that past lives come up or other incarnations come up, I'm just going to say past lives to make this easier, is in a lot of our phobias or fears Uh, or even health issues that don't seem to have a logical cause or aren't really healing. That can be an energy that's coming up in another lifetime. What we have to recognize is, okay, so if your soul is incarnated in many places, what I'm doing here in this lifetime is affecting my experience in other incarnations in tandem that are like parallel realities. So I can affect all of those. I can heal for those, but also vice versa. So this is Here's another common example. People feeling so tired when they wake up because they've been out in other realities and they're, you know, fighting wars and working hard and you're like so tired. You can actually feel that from other incarnations or, you know, let's say in another incarnation, you're going through a really intense loss or breakup or something like that. And you could feel that in this incarnation. And you might be like, why am I so sad? Why am I so depressed? Well, maybe something something's going on for the other version of you, but it's, it's soul memory, right? And we can look at, we have cellular memory, there's memory like from the body and there's, there's soul memory. So the more you connect with your soul and really know the voice of your soul, the easier it will be to connect with those other incarnations, those other versions of you, those other aspects of you. There is this really beautiful filter processing that we have though here, which I'm really grateful for. I think a lot of people are like, I want to know all my past lives or all my other incarnations. And man, yeah, I don't need to know all that. And that's what's beautiful about this filtering process is with other incarnations, typically what's going to come forward is just what you need to know from those other versions of you, from those other incarnations, from those other lives. So you're getting any like memories or information, anything you need, just what you need versus getting all of the information. Like that's so much to sort through and unnecessary because once again, it typically is just going to come up when it is relevant for whatever you're moving through in this lifetime. You know, maybe you've always had this really big fear of commitment and maybe that comes from something that you experienced earlier in your life or seeing a relationship, you know, maybe it was your parents, but sometimes people just come into life and, 
And I'll see this with, with clients who are like, I have no logical reason why I would, why I would be afraid of commitment. I'm just using that as an example. My parents have a great marriage. I've always had really loving relationships. And sometimes in that setting, like once again, they can't really connect. It, it seems they can't connect to this lifetime. It seems so confusing. There's no like, oh, I could trace back to this. That is often when it is connected to another lifetime or like, you know, I just had a client the other day who's super afraid of like paranoid. She's going to get cheated on. She's like, I've never, I've never been cheated on. I've never even really seen that around me. Her parents are in a loving relationship. And it was because in other lifetimes, there were like three different lifetimes where she was cheated on. So we can carry some of those, those fears. And once we identify them, then we can release them and basically say, okay, I recognize this happened for this other version of me, but I'm releasing any energy that I'm storing for that incarnation from this version of me, from this reality. I'm going to heal that for my soul on a soul level and release that because it's not serving me here anymore. And we can basically just, we can like, I'll say cut the cord, cut the cord with that past life. You can cut the cord with that life. You can, I like to sometimes like visualize putting that memory or that life, the energy from that life in a little box. And then I put it in a boat. I'm visualizing this. I'm not like actually putting it in a box. I'll do a meditation. I'll put it in a box, put that in a boat, and then just watch it sail off. And it just released from my body or maybe shake it out. Whatever you want to basically just energetically be clear that you are releasing any energy you're storing from that life that's not serving you because you don't need to deal with it in this lifetime. So we can heal and clear stuff from other incarnations. And that is supportive for us on the soul level. And all versions of you are going to benefit from that. But what I want to be really clear about, and I actually think I I said this on, did I say this on the podcast? No, I think I just said it on Instagram. Sorry, sometimes, I mean, I talk so much on all these different platforms, I kind of forget where I say certain things, but I'll say it again because it, it is worth it to me. I've had people tell me things like, oh yeah, this healer told me that this happened in my other lifetime and so that's why I struggle with XYZ. And I'll say, okay, so did they clear it for you? And they'll say, no. And I'll say, okay, so what are you supposed to do with that? Just be like, oh, I'm just shit out of luck because this happened to me in another incarnation or another version of me is experiencing this. So I'm just screwed, you know, because that could be like, oh, I keep attracting in this type of person or I keep struggling in this way with my career or I have struggles with money or I have this health issue, whatever it is. And I think that people feel like, oh, this happened in a past life, so I'm just stuck with it. And you're not like we can release that. We can clear that the same way, whatever happened in this lifetime, like you're not stuck. <laughs> you can shift the energy. You can create a different reality, but you have to decide that. You have to decide that you know that's available for you and that you want to. But to be honest, it really grinds my gears when people give information like that and then don't help that person clear it, whether it is referring them, you know, to somebody else who who can clear it or clearing it themselves. And this is one of the reasons why I this is the thing, you guys, like I feel so strongly that every person, like it is your birthright to unlock your intuitive abilities, to learn to work with energy. I don't think this is something that, you know, just people who, who want to be psychics should do, or just people who want to be energy healers should do. I think that everybody should be using these tools. Like these are life skills to me, using your intuition, using your psychic abilities. We all have psychic abilities. And for me with a high, like I want as many people to have access to a high as possible because once you have a tool like that, you can do your own energy work, you can clear stuff for yourself and you're not in the situation of like, oh my gosh, what's happening in my past lives? Or I have this energy from another life and I can't get rid of it. Like you can clear all of that. I use a high for everything. So going back to just the question of how do we tune into our past lives? There are so many ways, right? So you can uh, work with people in a number of capacities if you want somebody who specializes in that to tune in for you. And the thing is that's cool is different people will pick up on different lives and different lives will come forward as necessary, right? So I might get some past lives for myself or somebody else, right? And then I'm, I'm seeing a certain set or even just one. And then maybe in a year or next month, I see different ones come up. So we do have that natural filter. 
So you could work with somebody, I mean, people do past life regression specifically if you wanted to do a past life regression. QHHT is, is a specific version of that. There are many different intuitives who focus on past lives. Akashic Records readers will be able to tune into other lifetimes as well because when you're working in the records, you're just working on the level of the soul and everyone can learn to read the records. So, I mean, if you are developing your psychic abilities, if you learn to read your Akashic Records, which is really just tuning into that specific vibration of using your psychic gifts to then say, okay, I want to connect with the records of my soul, right? All versions of me. Then you can read those for yourself. A high is my anchor point for everything. So a high energy is what I'm doing for energy work, but it's a specific vibration. It's like a radio station you're tuning into. And so that is also working on the level of the soul. So any healing or clearing or information is going to be on that soul level rather than just the level of what's happening in this lifetime. So I use a high to open up my Akashic Records as well. It's all the same for me. And that's what I do for all of my psychic intuitive readings and energy healing is all a high energy healing. So for those of you who are already attuned or going to become attuned, this is the tool that you can use for all of this as well. So there are many different tools. You can also like meditate on this. You know, you can do, maybe I'll make a meditation for this for the membership. I'm going to write that down. Um, like any, you can read your own past lives, you guys. You can read your own past lives. So you could do a meditation where you, you know, ask if there are any lives that you want to see. There are many different ways to do this. How that's going to come through if you are trying to tune in for yourself would be the same way that any intuitive information is going to come through. So if you're asking these questions, you know, it could come through images in your mind's eye, whether that's like a movie scene or symbols or words, you could hear something. So that can sound like a voice in your head. It could sound like your own voice. It could be a knowing. It could be a memory. Uh, it could be just a feeling. Are you just like, oh, why am I smelling this? Or something just pops into your head. Like it's a download. You can also be guided toward information on your past lives through different movies or books. So like I said, if you're really drawn to certain topics or cultures or just in general, like any specific book or movie, this is a way that I get a lot of past life information that's a big, that I might have some like ego blocks for myself around if it's for myself, where I'll be guided to watch a certain movie or read a certain book or have a certain conversation or go a certain place. And it's that treasure hunt of life, right? Where I'll be watching the movie or reading the book and there's a certain scene or a certain line where all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, my whole body gets chills. And you could have a visceral response or you could just be like, oh my God, that resonates so deeply. But there there can be something that you're led to that will basically trigger this inner knowing for you around, oh shit, that's what happened in a past life. Or maybe that was you in a past life. And you know what? I will say for me, one of the ways that I knew certain things about lives, like other lives earlier on before... I could read as clearly as I can now because I could just ask now was when I would watch movies or read books, like certain things I would have this really intense visceral reaction to. And it's like, whoa, that just triggered me. And it wasn't anything that was connected to this lifetime. And so that's how I knew or certain things I was really just super drawn to like certain dynamics or topics or locations, like certain styles. You know, I was getting a lot of information that way. Like I was just really drawn to it and I was drawn to it because it was familiar (laughs) and it was familiar because it was happening in other realities or, you know, had happened in other incarnations, however you want to view it. So pay attention to signs. Uh, I mean, signs can come in a million ways. You can listen to my other podcasts on signs, whether that is somebody saying something Uh, You seeing a street sign, you seeing a random flyer for something coming through in a book or a movie or whatever. It could be anything. Instagram, I get all kinds of signs through social media or maybe a random YouTube video comes on or a podcast. So it can come through in many ways. If you feel like you're not super connected to your intuitive gifts, let yourself be guided through signs. And, you know, what is your body's wisdom telling you? What are you super drawn to? things like that. I mean, I think about, oh my God, I had this like shark obsession, this really weird shark obsession for so long. And it was like a twisted obsession. It was like, I, I'm so scared of sharks, (laughs) but I also was obsessed with them. And my best friend and I growing up would watch every single shark movie we could get our hands on. It was this really weird thing. So it's like something like that. You're like, okay, there's 
for sure something with sharks for me. If you're in the space of trying to figure it all out, I really encourage you to pay attention to dreams and try doing some dream work if that resonates with you. I have a video in the channel collective and also I know I have a YouTube video about it, but training yourself to remember your dreams and just starting to journal first thing when you wake up, anything you remember from the night before can be really helpful because I mean, there's just so much that we can pull from our dreams, but it's often in the astral realm at night that we are getting information related to other incarnations. So this is often, you know, when you can really see what you're doing in other places. And also a lot of past life information can come through in dreams. And you can even ask, set that intention before you go to sleep. If you're doing a lot of dream work to be shown a past life or get information you might need from another past life, if you do want to, I know not everybody does. So, you know, only do that if you really want to. That is one way to get information. I find that in dreams, stuff will just naturally come through that is connected to past lives. So if you've had a recurring dream, like especially when you're a kid, I feel like dreams when you're a child are really helpful related to past lives specifically. You know, that can give you some indication like I was talking about before. I had a lot of dreams of drowning. I had a lot of dreams of being burned alive. Um, I had a lot of dreams of being attacked by animals, hunted by animals, like things like that. So dreams can be one way. And I think it's better to more think about recurring dreams you've had or really intense dreams you've had before that really stuck with you more so than asking about it just because, you know, in case you don't want to have a bad dream. But that is one way our dreams are going to show us what's going on in other incarnations for sure, for sure, for sure. So what you're getting in a dream state can be really helpful related to, you know, what's going on in those other incarnations and what are you up to in those other realities? I mean, you're going to visit those in your dreams. But, you know, I would say for me, I'm just making it as simple as possible. If you really want to know about past life information, I think, you know, doing a meditation, tuning in for yourself, reading your Akashic records and using your intuition and asking a specific question around, you know, here's the thing. If when people are like, show me a past life, it's too broad. This goes back to asking better questions, right? So what's the purpose behind why you're asking about the past lives? So it's going to be helpful how do I frame this in sessions? It's more like if somebody has something that's coming up, I will ask, like, is this connected to another incarnation or another life? And then I will ask to be shown which life that's connected to. And typically the energy will be showing up in multiple lives. Sometimes it's like one main one, but it's typically showing up in multiple. And the guides will show me basically the main life that if we clear the energy, if we disconnect the cord, clear the energy, release that, just let that be in that other incarnation and set the intention it won't affect the person in this lifetime. If we clear that main one, it's sort of like, what's the root? Like it, it, the guides will just show the energetic root. So clearing that one life will typically knock out all of the other ones that are having the same theme. Instead of having to go through and figure out every incarnation lifetime where you have that same dynamic and doing all of that clearing work, like if we just get to the main root, and again, sometimes the root is this incarnation, but you'll be shown like the main life and that will knock out a similar energy in other lifetimes as well if you're trying to clear around that. Do you want to know the most fun way to balance your hormones? Drink Organifi Harmony. It tastes like hot chocolate and it is filled with a bunch of amazing ingredients that naturally support your hormones. I just do a scoop in hot water. Tastes delicious healthy hot chocolate. This stuff actually tastes super decadent just without all of the sugar. And it's already filled with a bunch of incredible adaptogens and herbs. So you don't have to, you know, make your own concoctions or potions. Organifi Harmony includes maca, which is great for supporting energy levels naturally, as well as alertness. This is an antioxidant that has been known to balance out hormone levels and improve reproductive health. There's also cacao, the balancing bean, packed with polyphenols and supports the feeling of overall balance. There is chaste tree berry, which encourages hormone balance, supports healthy progesterone and estrogen levels, and can even help to clear up hormone-related acne. There's also shatavari, which promotes overall vitality and due to its adaptogenic properties, it has been known to improve libido and decrease PMS and menopausal symptoms. There's stinging nettle, which is a nourishing plant rich in vitamins and minerals like A, C, and iron, and it's packed with antioxidants and anti-inflammatory compounds. If you are dealing with any PMS symptoms, hormonal acne, 
extra weight gain around the midsection, like you're feeling like your hormones are off. This is my favorite, most delicious, easiest way to balance out my hormones naturally. I drink this in the morning for a little bit of an extra energy boost, but I'll be honest, even if I drink it at night, I can still go to sleep. You're fine. But this time of year when all you want to do is drink hot chocolate, this is the way to go. So if you want to get your hands on Harmony or any of Organifi's other incredible products, because we all know I drink them all. Literally, everybody laughs at me when they come to my house, but you know, Organifi has its own cabinet in my house. I'm stocked for about 10 years because I can't live without it. Just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC. That code CTC will get you 20% off your order. And when you get it in the mail or when you're drinking your yummy hot chocolate, Organifi Harmony. Take a screenshot, post it to Instagram and tag me so that I can see what you're sipping on. Now, the other thing I really wanted to talk about with past lives is, you know, we'll be shown past lives to give us perspective on why we might feel a certain way or even certain lessons that we've learned before. Like there's information for us whenever we are shown these things. And I think that people have some confusion because we're still trying to think about it in this linear way when it's not this linear thing. And I'll be honest, this is like such a huge topic. I want to try and keep it as simple as possible so you can understand this. But multiple people can have the same past life memory. So this is really common with famous people throughout history. And you'll have all these people being like, I was this person in a past life. I was this person in a past life. And all of those people could have these memories. Now, here are the different angles I want to come at this from. One, sometimes we have an experience that feels like a past life memory and it's not necessarily our past life. That does happen. So sometimes we're shown a memory, we have a dream, we even we go into hypnosis, we do QHHT or we do a regression and we can be taken into a lifetime and it can be like first person experience and it might not actually be your your soul's incarnation. I know that might seem weird for people, but remember we are all connected And there are, I mean, there are memories in the collective consciousness that we can all tap into on a larger level. Like we all are connected to each other's souls. We all come from source. And sometimes we are taken into those lives for whatever the information is, even if that actual incarnation wasn't from our unique soul. So you might be taken into a lifetime to give you certain perspective or a lesson or a memory or some type of validation. Like there's something in there for you that your soul just needed to know, even if that wasn't the exact incarnation. So that's one of the reasons why so many people might feel like, oh, I've, I've been this person. Maybe and maybe not. And it doesn't really matter. And I mean, I have gone into a lot of past life memories where if I didn't have that discernment, like I would think, oh, I've been all of these people and I haven't, but I went into these and it felt the exact same as the past life memory. And it taught me something like there was an emotion that was evoked in me uh, or I like basically learned the lesson of that person and that was helping me in this lifetime. And this goes back to like how we are all contributing to the collective consciousness and how my unique life experiences and the lessons I'm learning and the growth I'm having and the healing I'm having, whatever, I can contribute to the collective consciousness. And then other people don't have to have the same exact experience, but they could still benefit from me. The same way, you know, we're doing that on the energetic level, but that's the same thing as me being on this podcast, sharing my own personal life stories and experiences and things that have helped me, you know, writing books, all of that. Like, so I'm one person sharing that. And there are all these other people in the world who are doing the same thing. And that's great because there are so many people in the world who have experiences and answers that you know I will never encounter in this life so I can learn from them that's how we can really you know all grow and benefit from each other's experiences we're all contributing which is why we all have different contracts and sometimes the way that we learn that information is through a regression a past life memory a past life knowing and it's not even our lifetime it might appear to us to be our lifetime but it might not actually be, but we're basically pulling that from the cloud so that we can benefit from that knowledge, from that information or whatever it is. So that's why I'm like, just stay detached. I mean, it doesn't really, does it really matter? Like, it doesn't really matter. I think people get really caught up in like who we were in other lifetimes. And it's like, who are you now? (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, and it's all in how we relate to it, right? Because it's really helpful for us to get to know ourselves and why we are the way we are and just really getting to know our soul, right? The more I've gotten to know other incarnations, it's like it's knowing myself and I know my soul really well. And it started to feel like, you know, I was putting as I was putting all of this together, it's like, whoa, that feels very similar to if the whole first part of my life was blacked out or something like there's this thing within you that feels like, okay, there's this whole chunk of my life. What happened there? Like I, I want to know. And that's how it felt for me with, with other incarnations before that all started getting filled in. I mean, I don't have all the information, but my point is the more that I have gotten to know other versions of me, other realities, other incarnations, the more I just, I know myself and it all makes sense. Right. And so that's where this can be super, super helpful. It's helped me heal a lot, clear a lot, um, just understand myself on a much, on a much deeper level. But I just think it's important. We pay attention to how we relate to things. And this is, I mean, this is true with everything. This is psychic responsibility. Where are we in attachment or where are we using other lifetimes to, I don't know, I guess inflate our ego in certain ways. It's like, can you hold that information and understand, okay, I might've had this other experience, but the thing is, who are you now? And some people literally relate to other lifetimes like, oh, I was so-and-so in this life. And I'm like, okay, so, but what about you in this incarnation? Like, this is where we're focused and that's helpful information. And then it's okay. So what's the information, the wisdom, the skills, whatever it is that maybe you want to pull in from that incarnation to bring in here. But if our orientation point is this reality, then uh, that's what we're trying to focus on. Hopefully that makes sense. So sometimes we're shown other lifetimes that weren't our actual incarnations, but there's something in there for us that we could benefit from knowing. And sometimes multiple people have memories being the same person because they do have that soul memory. So let me give an example of this. Okay, like I have certain friends who were friends because we attract each other in, because we are part of the same soul group. We have similar soul frequencies. We're from the same place. And if you think about it from a dimensional perspective, I'm going to try and see if I can keep this as simple as possible. The higher up you go, we go from like, you know, our soul to our oversoul, keep going up and then your group consciousness, and then you're all the way up to source oneness. That's like an oversimplification, right? So there are kind of levels to it. Going back to the idea of at the highest dimension, we are all source. We're all one. So we all do have that connection. But if if we share similar frequencies on the oversoul level or the group consciousness level, then multiple people could have that memory because they both did have that incarnation. So I think one of the easiest examples of this is with some of these, I don't know, like more well-known beings. Um, I mean, I'll use because this is my, right, Isis. Isis, goddess Isis is like, I am one with Isis. Um, <laughs> I'm so connected to her. She is like my mother. She is one of my most, like my closest relationships as an entity. She's been with me since I was a kid. I think of her as my mom and my soul is basically like an offshoot of her mixed with other frequencies. So Isis's incarnations I have access to. But her soul frequency is also blended in with other souls. So other people also have that connection with her. So we can look at like on a soul level, these these lineages, right? And there are lots of people that have connections to these different beings, which means let's use the Isis example. I have specific memories of other incarnations that were incarnations of Isis. And I'm connected to that on a soul level. But then other people who are also connected to Isis, okay, many friends who are, who are close to me, they also have those past life memories as well. So we can all remember being the same person because we are connected to that higher oversoul, if this is making sense. I know it gets a little like confusing. I wish I had a diagram I could draw you, but that is why different, one of the reasons why different people can have memories as the same person. And that's why when people are like, oh, I was this person. I'm the only person that had that incarnation as that person. It's not actually that linear. It's not that linear. And so that's one of the reasons why different people can have that, can have that memory, you know, just because someone says 
they were incarnated as somebody else. Does that mean it's legit? Definitely not necessarily, but it is very possible for multiple people to have that experience if I was incarnated as that person. And it's all true because they're basically tuning into that higher oversoul. Where was that energy incarnated? And because we all have that connection, that access point, it's true for multiple people. And if you think of celebrities, for example, you know, people who are legit celebrities, famous, um, you know, that's a specific contract. And a lot of those people, I'm going to speak like in really basic language, like they have big energies where many people will feel really connected to them. And that's part of why they're contracted to be famous because, well, they might've been famous in other lifetimes as well in different ways. Like that's a very common thing. Like people who have that kind of energy will often in many incarnations be touching that many people. And then let's say they're famous in this lifetime. Now, all of these people who let's say watch them on TV or see them on social media, whatever, have that activation or that energetic connection, people can feel like, oh my God, you know, I I had a passive connection with this celebrity. And yeah, you probably did if you feel that. And so did a shit ton of other people. And that's part of why they're like set on this stage where they can be seen by a lot of people uh, to sort of activate some of those energies. Because we, we get these activations through people we've met in other lifetimes who we Remember when we go to certain locations, if you feel really drawn to a certain area of the world and you go there, like the land can activate that memory or even trying a new hobby or something, it can just turn on past life memory. And that that can lead to things like, you know, spontaneously being able to speak different languages that you couldn't before. That happens. Or all of a sudden knowing how to play an instrument that you've never picked up before in your life. Like different skills can just spontaneously turn on, which is so cool. So cool. So magical. Sometimes what gets turned on is a certain memory for you. And all of that is about like, what do you need to know for your highest soul growth? That's the point of all of this, right? It's like, what do I need to know to reach my highest potential for, for my personal growth and healing and activation and stepping into my next level and being my most authentic self? Like that's why this information gets revealed. And that can be through a conversation, through meeting a specific person. Activators will come into your life and say things. There can be trigger words or a lot of trigger words for the collective, like certain things that are said that turn us on on a collective level, but also individually. Someone might say a certain name or say a certain sentence and it could just turn on something within you vibrationally. And in that moment, you might have a a soul memory come online or it's just an inner shift. So there are things that can just activate us. That can be locations, words, people, activities that we do, things like that. It can also just be a timing piece, but a lot of celebrities play that role for us of, of activating us. And it's, you know, part of why they're celebrity. It's different for everybody, right? But a lot of those people who carry that big energy, they have been big energies in other lifetimes. And so there's this larger resonance. A lot of people do resonate with them and that's part of why they're famous, you know? So there's a lot of interesting dynamics. It's really cool, but it is very possible for multiple people to have a legit past life memory of, oh, I was this person, especially when they are quote famous people or celebrities like all the way back to the beginning of time because you probably are connected on that higher oversoul level or even the group consciousness level. Or there's a certain like mixture of frequency somewhere along the line that is what your soul is made up of. <laughs> this is not technical language, but I'm just trying to make it simple to understand. And so you do have access points into that incarnation. So that is what I wanted to cover with past lives, other incarnations, an overview. There's so much to go into here. I love past life work. I think it is so illuminating. It has helped me in so many ways. And it has just helped me really get to know myself and re- realize where I have patterns or fears that I can just release. You know, I think it's so magical because I've seen this with myself and with so many clients, when we figure out it really just is a past life thing, we can clear it so quickly and then the problem's just gone. It's just gone. And it can be a reason why you can't stop thinking about somebody or, you know, I think this is the big one with relationships. Sometimes people will come to me and they'll be like, I can't stop thinking about this person, but they're not good for me. I don't know why I have this intense pull. 
Well, maybe you're pulled to them because there's a past life connection. And the thing is, just because there's a past life connection doesn't mean that they are meant to be in your life in a major way in this incarnation. We always have to honor what is true in this lifetime. So you might have had many lifetimes where that person was your partner or your, your sibling or your best friend or whatever it is, and that can be true. But if they're showing up in this lifetime and there's really unhealthy behavior, you're not treated the way that you deserve, it's like in this lifetime, not ideal, then in this lifetime, that's not supposed to be the pattern. And I think that sometimes people will use past life information to justify decisions or even to stay in victim out of like, oh, this happened to me. I, you know, I've been beaten down in every lifetime. And so I'm just, I have to always struggle with this. And that's not true. It's not. <laughs> we get that information so that we can release it. And that's part of what we're here to do is to transmute it and to overcome it and to heal it. And past life information comes up exactly when we need it to. Like I said, we have this really helpful natural filtering process. Like if we knew all of the information about all of the incarnations of our soul at one time, we'd probably explode. You wouldn't be able to focus on anything. So it's really helpful and natural. Like here, here's where you can, where you can start. You know, if you feel the pull to learn more about your past lives, you can set that intention and see where the universe guides you. And maybe you do some work yourself or work with somebody. There are so many different ways to tune into it. I think it's just really important that like with any intuitive information, and the more we really understand ourselves on a soul level, we stay in this place of just neutrality, I'll say, and not getting overly attached to what anything means, just recognizing, oh, interesting. So maybe that's why that resonates with me, or maybe that's why that doesn't resonate with me. Because that's what's cool is you'll see those, those common threads throughout different lives, or even just like I, I was telling somebody the other day, she's she's obsessed with Paris and has never even been. And I hear this from a few, like many people. It can be like that. Like I'm just obsessed with a certain area or as a kid, like I had this obsession with this certain thing. And I'm like, well, probably had a past life connection with Paris. Or, you know, maybe you're really into fashion and you have no really real background in fashion or you don't really do much with it in this life, but you just always have that pull and you've had it since you were a kid. Maybe you did something with fashion and another incarnation, things like that. So it's cool to put the pieces together, but we need to, I think, just really be aware of, well, why do I want this information and how is this supporting me in showing up as my best self today? And yeah, there's integration that, that can be done because sometimes we need to release the energies from other lives if they're not helping us, if we're having fears or limiting beliefs or patterns that aren't helpful or even just connections like where we just can't shake that person and they're just we we don't need them in our lives anymore it's not healthy for us and we need to kind of clear the energy from the other lifetime heal it like let's go clear the karma whatever it is and then sometimes the past lives are coming up so that we can really integrate and bring that into our now and that's where a lot of us are really at right now. It's really interesting with, with past lives because this is really coming up so that people can release all of those energies that aren't serving them. We're clearing a lot of karma and we're really getting into this really beautiful blank slate energy, which I'm super excited about. I've, I haven't seen this before since my time doing this, like just on such a mass scale, we're really just balancing a lot of karma and clearing things. And it just feels like a blank slate. And a lot of these relationships or patterns or things that like need to be tied up on a soul level, we're just like finishing it up, which is really cool. It's just all part of the ascension process. But then the other thing is a lot of people are feeling stuck because there are pieces of the puzzle from other lives that we need to integrate into this one. So that could be bits of wisdom, that could be certain skills, that could be certain lessons. So it's not just about, you know, releasing the other incarnations. There's also the integration and remembering all of the wisdom we have. I mean, you've learned a lot in all of your incarnations. So we're really starting to remember that and actually use that here. You know, this has been super cool for me, like, especially recently, I feel like this has been what I've been focusing on the most is just a lot of going deep into other incarnations and pulling out bits of information that I had gotten, like, honestly, also so that I could put it together in, in this life. And sometimes Sometimes that's like how it goes. Like you had all these different incarnations where you got a different piece of the puzzle and maybe this is life where you put the whole puzzle together. And we can tap into that that energy. And I will say for me, things have gotten a lot clearer and more epic 
the more I have allowed myself to tune into all of my different incarnations that I have access to and basically integrate the knowledge or like even what's going on all into this lifetime. So instead of thinking of it as, okay, here I am being Christina here. And then over here, I'm off in the Pleiades doing XYZ. And then over here, I'm over in on this planet doing that. And I used to think about it as separate. And now I think of it as like, it, it's all just one and is all connected versus seeing them as like different things. Is that making sense? And that has added a lot for me to this incarnation and made me realize how I have thoughts and feelings and and even like symptoms that are from those other incarnations. And so what I'm doing over in that reality, I'm paying attention to as much as I am this one. So it's a really interesting feeling. That might be a lot for other people, but that's just where I'm at right now and part of what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's a unique, it's a unique process for everybody. But if you have past life curiosity, it can be really beautiful to explore our resonance with different versions of ourselves and pull in that wisdom because you lived those lives, you're living those other lives to learn some lessons and have different experiences. And that's that's that feeling of, oh, I've been here before when we just keep having the same damn pattern show up again and again in different lifetimes. And that's what happens. A pattern comes up, something comes up and we don't handle it maybe in the most conscious way, or we haven't fully learned the lesson. And then we transition and then we got to reincarnate to try again. And we're just going to keep trying again until we finally heal it, clear it. And that heals all parts of you when you fully learn the lesson. We have lessons and contracts like for this life in particular, but then we also have all the ones that we just still haven't completed from other lifetimes that we had to incarnate to complete here. So I'm going off on tangents, but there's just so much to say about this. And I love this topic and I hope this was interesting for you. Let me know if you have a follow-up questions. Again, you can go to christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D, to submit any questions or topics there. And I'm excited to hear how this lands for you and if it unlocks anything for you. Sometimes just me talking about this stuff will unlock things for you, but it's also just my voice, harmonics of my voice. You don't even have to pay attention to what I'm saying. If you put me on in the background, I'm sure you're going to unlock some stuff for yourself because that's how energy flows and it's pure magic so if you did enjoy this take a screenshot share it to social media tag me at christina the channel and tag at christina the channel podcast so i can see that you're listening and say thank you and repost you it means the world to me when you do share it is the best way to spread word about our community and continue to grow the podcast so I am always so grateful for those shares. I'm so grateful for you for listening in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.